In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Every year, the Church cries out on Easter Sunday with these words, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. It is the holiest day of the entire year. On Easter Day and along its octave, in time of Christendom, Roman Catholics greeted each other with the words of the Gospel of St. Luke itself, saying, Surexit Dominus vere alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. And the person so greeted responded, Et apparuit Simoni, alleluia, and he appeared unto Simon, alleluia. Throughout the entire Easter season, the Angelus prayer that is offered three times a day at the ringing of the Angelus bells is replaced by the joyous Regina Celi, which begins, Queen of heaven, rejoice, alleluia, for he whom you merited to bear, alleluia, has risen, as he said, Alleluia. It is why the ushers hand out nice sheets with the Regina Celi, so that everyone can sing the Marian Antiphon for Eastertide. It's so special, so great, so beautiful. We all know the origin of such a joy. First, Mary Magdalene. She had a soul of fire, and she goes to the tomb in the dark, at the very end of the night. No sun, not even down, just the dark which matches perfectly with her preoccupation, her concern about anointing a dead body. It also, this darkness also signals the state of the world, shrouded in darkness since that Friday afternoon at Golgotha. She goes to a tomb expecting to find a dead body and she meets with an angel who she doesn't understand exactly who is this young man. She sees only some leftovers, a shroud, a cloth. Confused, she runs back to Peter and John. She thinks that the dead body of our Lord has been stolen. Now begins a relay match. They run to where she found emptiness. Nothing, nobody, no explanation. The two disciples find the same thing. Burial clothes and the clothes that cover Jesus' head. End of story. We are told only two things. John saw and he believed. And they did not yet understand the meaning of the Holy Scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead. What's going on? First, everything that has to do with death has been set aside. Death has no place here anymore. Death has no more power. Second, the action that has taken place is not human. It's divine. It's come from God. God has acted as he has promised. Jesus' body is not stolen. Jesus has been raised from the dead. 
Now they will see him in the upper room with his glorified body bearing the marks of his, the wounds of his passion. Now the two men on the road to Emmaus tonight will meet him in the breaking of the bread. Now the apostles will go to Galilee and uncutter him there, Jesus again. Yes, Jesus alive. Jesus raised from the dead to live now as the Lord and Savior of all humankind. Jesus who offers to you and to me a share in his glorious resurrection. Now the sun shines. Now darkness is put to flight. Now we see that the day that began in gloom has become the day that is the greatest day of all other days. It is Easter, Easter resurrection. There is a radical newness, an evolutionary leap for us all. What God wanted has been accomplished. His son has triumphed and we are all sharers in that victory over sin and death. From that first Easter, this truth of the resurrection has spread and spread across the earth and around the globe. Those who saw him in this new life told to others the good news. And down through the centuries, we who have not seen him still have believed and have thus received a share in his life. From Peter's time, and with the apostles down through the centuries and on to today, the church has never ceased to proclaim that Jesus is risen. We are here today and our presence means that we believe strongly. Our presence means that we belong to the most awesome and extraordinary community anyone can ever belong to, the church that has faithfully proclaimed the resurrection year in and year out. The church that is born from the side of the crucified Christ. The church that shows the world that the way to God is through Jesus, God's Son, who died for us and rose from the dead. Jesus, who is the way, the truth and the life. That means that you and I, dear faithful, who share in the life of Christ, must share as well in his mission to spread the news. Each of us has a responsibility for the good of many other souls. And through participating in the vocation of the church to make Christ real in our world. We all have to do it together. The church needs priests. But first of all, the church needs holy priests. So you have me sorry about that. But most seriously, the church is all of us, not just priests, all of us. If today you and I share the joy of the resurrection and share Christ's life, and grace in Holy Communion, then we cannot leave him here at the door alone. We must take 
him with us because his life makes the difference in the world where we dwell. The church needs all of us to be the beacons of faith and hope and love to a world that knows, unfortunately, too much hatred and division. I don't have to give you many explanations about this tragedy. You and I, we have the same mission. We are disciples of Jesus Christ. Each of us has his or her own responsibility, but we need to fulfill that responsibility as disciples of the risen Christ. St. Paul tells us, get rid of the old yeast of malice and wickedness and celebrate today's grace feast with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. The world needs that from us. We need to do it together out of love for him who saves us. For life is renewed this day. The world is changed by Jesus Christ. Christ is risen. He is truly risen. Let us rejoice and be glad. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.